Hello, I'm Neil Whelan, and welcome to the Wesleyan Podcast. In this edition, we're talking about tax hacks for dentists. Now, before you start worrying, these aren't the kind of tax hacks that will lead you to losing your seat in the cabinet or joining Al Capone in a cell in Alcatraz. These are all legitimate and legal tips on how to manage your tax allowances and get everything straight before the start of the new financial year in April. Laura White is back to ask the questions, and she's joined by Wesleyan Financial Services Specialist Financial Advisor, Magdalena Harding. They'll be talking about allowances that are available for tax-efficient savings, alongside how the autumn statement delivered by Jeremy Hunt in 2022 will impact those in the future. As always, while this information is for podcast purposes only and isn't financial advice, Wesleyan Financial Services and its specialist financial advisors are always available to help answer any questions you may have. And I'll be back later to let you know how to get in touch. But for now, I'll hand you over to Magdalena. And first up, Laura. Hi, Magdalena. It's great having you here on our latest Wesleyan podcast. Hi, Laura. Thank you very much for having me. So today we're having a little look at what kind of tax hacks there are for dentists to help them sort of uh, spring clean their finances ahead of the new tax year. So just to kick us off, what should dentists be thinking about first and foremost before the end of the tax year? Okay, certainly. So there are some allowances that's available for you to be able to make use of every year to in order to save some tax. First one is with regards to your savings and investments. So we each have an individual ISA allowance, which is the individual savings account. And that's a crucial tax-free savings vehicle, which could be a real consideration for saving. So the tax-free allowance is £20,000 and it can be compromised with a mixture of cash ISAs, stocks and shares ISAs or any innovative finance ISAs. It basically just helps you that whatever money is in your ISA that you don't have to pay tax on either the growth or the interest that is um, payable. So if you and your spouse potentially both use your ISA allowances, it means that you can save £40,000 into a savings account um, in a very tax efficient way. Um, The other one is pensions. So um, pensions are the nature of the pensions are extremely tax efficient. So consider paying the full annual allowance if you can. You can also carry forward any unused allowances from the three previous tax years meaning you can add more to your pension pods if necessary. So at the moment, the limit for that is £40,000, but there are certain things that we need to take into account for. If you are concerned about the value of your estate and are worried about inheritance tax, you also have a gift allowance of £3,000 annually that can can be used um, for gifts. And that is per person again. So again, you and your partner could both potentially put £3,000 in. And there is one um, carry forward of one previous tax year that's not been used. There are also certain other tax efficiencies, like, for instance, if you own a practice um, that's set up through a limited company, you could draw um, income as a business director through dividends. Um, rather than just salary, so the first 2000 of which is tax-free until April 2023. So dividends allowance reduce the amount of tax and national insurance contributions that's required. 
also if you are selling potentially looking at selling any assets like a dental practice um, you've got a capital gains tax allowance and currently for this tax year it is £12,300. Okay so there's plenty there for dentists to look at when it comes to uh, their tax allowances then? Definitely. Okay so if we kind of move on to the next question then in your opinion what what would be the most tax efficient allowance? Um, in my opinion, by far, pensions. Um, so pensions allowances tend to be among the most sought after advice area for a dental financial advisor. So looking at the current tax year, the first steps is always to kind of like making sure that we are um, looking at how much you can put into pensions. But with regards to a pension, if you're paying £10,000 into your pension now, the government tax relief would mean that you are actually getting 12500 invested instead. So effectively, your 10000 invested becomes £12,500 immediately. Currently, if you are a high-rate taxpayer at the moment, you can also claim the extra 20% through your account as well. So it just gives you a double amount of tax relief basically on your money back. Pensions are just very tax efficient when you actually want to access it as well as part of that money that you build up would be um you would be able to take that out tax free as well. So in my opinion, definitely pensions. So last year Jeremy Hunt, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, um delivered his autumn statement. How did this statement impact these allowances? So one of the ones I was um, mentioning was the um, if you're drawing a dividend rather than a salary. So at the moment, um, £2,000 is tax free until the 5th of April 2023. Um, then it actually reduces to £1,000. Um, also, with regards to your capital gains tax allowances, these are also due to be cut from £12,300 to £6,000 from April 2023 as a result of that. So some some big changes with regards to those and sadly things that um, have an impact on our dentist. Okay, so it sounds like they really need to uh, make the most of the allowances as they stand then for this year. Absolutely. So... On that line, uh, why is it important for dentists to be looking at this sort of like sooner rather than later when it comes to the actual deadline? Especially with regards to pensions. Pensions um, can be a little bit more complicated, um, especially if you have got a defined benefit like your NHS pension. So what we would need to do with um, regards to that is, is actually working out how much of your £40,000 annual allowance has been used. Um, so it's either the £40,000 or 100% of UK re relevant earnings, whichever is lowest. So it's really important to make sure that we get that amount that you can put into your pension correct. Because yes, you can put more, more money in, but then it just doesn't attract the tax benefits of it. So with a defined benefit or your NHS pension in this case, or most of our dental cases, um, dental client cases, are the fact that they it's not just how much you think you've put in every year, but it's also working out on the growth. And we need to have a look at each year in individual to actually see how much carry forward allowance you've got. Um, we also need to take into account whether tapered relief comes into effect. So that means if your earnings were over £150,000, your £40,000 annual allowance could be reduced as well. So 
getting some of these information, um, most of them we need from the NHS, um, can take quite a bit of time sometimes if we haven't got those information already. So acting sooner rather than later will help us to maximise the amounts of allowances we can use. And with more notice we have, the more information we can get to make sure we don't miss out on any allowances. That sounds uh, really, really informative. Thank you, Mags. Um, is there anything else that dentists need to think about when it comes to the uh, annual allowances or just general tax allowances? Um, although I'm not a tax expert, I am really keen on helping um, dentists to help saving them tax wherever they can. Um, there are allowances available for us to use, but if we don't use some of these allowances, we lose them. So I would really urge any dentist who's listening to this to, to reach out, get in touch with a financial advisor and look at what allowances we can use for you right now to, in order for you to save some tax wherever we can. That's great. Thank you very much and hope you can join us again for another podcast in future. Thank you very much. I would love to. And that's our show for this week. Thanks to Laura and Magdalena. Although we're just a few weeks away from the new tax year, it's a subject that can be talked about at any time. So if you'd like some advice, go to wesleyan.co.uk where you can book a no-obligation appointment with one of our specialist financial advisors. To find out more about what Wesleyan is up to more generally, you can find us on Twitter at Wesleyan, as well as by searching for us across Facebook, Instagram, and of course, LinkedIn. And if you found what you've heard here useful, you can like and follow us on all the usual podcast platforms. But that's it for now. So until next time, thanks for listening.